I was thinking this morning and last night and this morning about uh, I remember how things were. I remember when there were no computers and when we had typewriters and we had to type the information on paper. I was in uh, medical transcribing at one point, right? Worked my way up in this hospital. And I started out as a as a ward clerk. And what a ward clerk would do at this hospital. Matter of fact, I went to school first to learn how to do it. Um, and so I started out as a ward clerk. And what the ward clerk would do is put together the patient's information when they come in and put it, it all together to a chart and then pass it on to the doctors and nurses. And so I did that for a while. And then I moved on to the x-ray department. I worked in the x-ray department for a while. Very interesting job there. And then I, from there, and this is at the same hospital, from there I moved into the uh, radiation therapy department. I became the manager of a radiation therapy department, meaning that I would tell, you know, I would, handle all the X-ray, uh, the radiation technologies and uh, other people. And then from there, I moved over to medical transcribing. And that's where you have to sit and put headsets on and listen to a tape, uh, the dictation of a doctor. And you type it really fast, put it on paper, print it out, and send it down to the floor. And, and I remember uh, those days when there were nothing but typewriters. Right. Uh, I remember when they first introduced typewriting to us in school. It was my last year of high school and the school was integrated the last year that I was there. And we had to they brought in a typing teacher. And they said, you got to take typing. And we didn't the boys didn't the boys did not want. The boys did not want to type. I did not, the last thing I wanted to do was type, learn typing. But I did because the teachers forced us to do it. And lo and behold, when I moved to California, I worked at a different jobs and I finally went to a hospital. I ended up doing medical transcribing. And I was really fast because I knew how to do it. And I did it often. And then, but men and, and women and boys and girls, they always tried to do things to the best of their ability at all times. They don't always get it right. Now, you sometimes make a fluke of thing, you mess up, not do it quite right. But it was in you to try to do it right, get the job done, not half-ass do a job, right? And I remember when I started dating. And when I was going to school, the girls would take homemaking classes and things like that. They would learn how to cook and sew and do whatever girls do. And so when you would date, you were dating, but also with the possibility of getting married one day to a woman and having a wife and children and the, the woman, your wife would be home watching over your children, cooking and all that good stuff. Being a wife at home, being of use to a husband to the family and it, it was just um, 
natural. It was not unnatural. You didn't hear women complaining that they felt second class or or they felt like they were less than a man or the competition was not there. It was, for the most part, I'm sure you find some exception, but for the most part, the women were happy to be wives and mothers and stay home. It just wasn't up for debate. And they didn't want to debate it. And the men, it's just something you just didn't think of. It just was the natural order of things. And um, so when I would date, you know, because I thought one day I would get married because that's the way of life. You know, you saw everybody else getting married, your parents and your grandparents and and, and the fathers and the grandfather own homes and things like that. It was just natural. My mother had nine children, and uh, she never worked until all the kids were adults and pretty much gone, and she just did not want to stay home. Her husband died. My stepfather died after a while, and she still didn't have to work because he had taken care of, had a home, insurance and all that stuff, and all the kids were adults. But she wouldn't work because she just didn't want to stay home. And so this morning I was thinking, things have changed so much, and it's different from a, for a person who know what it was like and never imagined that it's to get to this, really. It's so messed up now it's hard to believe it, but I was thinking of the young people who were born after all the mess started. And they come into a world with cell phones and computers and, and races hated one another and being taught white people, white supremacists and, and, and black people complaining in ghettos everywhere. And the black men have no insight as to how to fix up their homes and they let the women run in and run over them and it's just a mess, right? If you come into a world like that, you're born like that, that's all you know. But when you know a better way, and then that better way is turned to trash, it's, it's something else to see it. It is really something else to see it. It's unbelievable. And you wonder what happened along the way. And then when you think about it, you know what happened, right? The family was destroyed. People stopped thinking for themselves. And it's just the men became extremely weak. And the men are like little girls. They really are. The only difference between the average male today and the average woman is one has a, a penis and the other has a vagina. That's it. But the mentality, the emotions, the way they act, the softness and the lack of determination, all that is the same. The men and women are alike. It is weird to see it, knowing how it was before. And I was thinking this morning, why would a man, what, what would, other than sex, and now I'm not even sure about that in some case, because so many drag queens out there. But I wonder, why would a man even need a woman today? Because Women don't know how to cook. They don't know how to clean. They're in competition with men. They don't want to be wives and mothers. They, some want to get married, 
but they don't want to live in that proper position of life. So why would a man even, and I'm really thinking, because the only purpose of marriage is to have a family, get married, have children. And that's been known forever. And so if you don't want to have children, there is no need to get married. And so I was wondering, why would a man even get married today? Because to be with a woman today is like having a male roommate or the woman having a female roommate, roommates. It's weird to see that. And, and again, it's because I, I know what, the, what it used to be, what was amazing, and what it is now. I never thought I'd see the day when men would be afraid to be straight up honest with women. When women would be, would be fighting to be like a man. Come out of her natural role and be like a man. Even though she hate that role. When she was with a man that's weak, she hate him. But if he tried to be strong, she'd stop it. I never imagined that. I, I never imagined seeing men become angry like women. I, in all honesty, when I was growing up, even as a, a child and a teenager, and when boys didn't agree with boys or young men didn't agree with young men, they just tell you right away and be done with it. You know, it wasn't like an attitude, like a woman's attitude. I never imagined seeing men act that way. It's so weird to see it. And they act that way, and they'll have an attitude like a woman. And they'll hold on to it like a woman. I never imagined that. And so, because I come from a place when it wasn't like that. It wasn't like I was born into a world and it was already like that. You're seeing good destroyed and, and abnormal is presented as normal. I never imagined that one day black people, not all, not all, not all, but most would turn America into a ghetto, a literally ghetto. I was looking at some pictures from Baltimore. I just happened to hit it on my phone. Some black woman was doing a walk in the streets and showing what the Democrats have done to the cities, the city of Baltimore and all the inner cities around the country. And I never, and I'm thinking, if men were men, I, I know that the Democrats are really supporting it by using the people and making sure they live in a ghetto lifestyle. But you really can't just blame the Democrats for it because each individual, especially men, are responsible for their own life. You're responsible to get up and clean your house or build your house or make your life work. No party is responsible for that. They are responsible to work for us to make sure our communities are safe, lock up the criminals and do those things. But you're responsible to paint your own house. I got to take a quick break. Back in a moment. And so, to wind this up, coming from the old school when things were amazing to all messed up now is mind-blowing. I really don't know why a man would bother 
marrying today. Well, well, maybe the millennial men, since they don't know the other way, this way may seem normal, so they don't mind having a wife as a roommate. Maybe because they're afraid to make her have a baby. They're afraid to even, like nowadays, when a man has sex with a woman, he got to be talking his way all the way through it. Is this all right? Are you happy with this? Am I taking too long? Uh, do you want to rest? They got to talk all the way through it. Otherwise, she would have accused him of raping her. So what the? That didn't even cross my mind when I was growing up. The guy or the girl. And then 10 years down the road, she can accuse you of raping her because you got married to someone else or you made a little money or you became a, a, a known person and she thinks you got money. She can sue you down the road. Who would have thought that this would have happened? I never imagined to see the day where black people just completely stop thinking for themselves. And now they can be literally lied to about everything, and they believe it. And they cannot believe the truth. You had this, this, I had this black guy named Tony from California calling my, a grown man, I think he's ever in his 50s, and talking about Donald Trump move, Donald Trump having the uh, post office, the mailboxes removed. He heard that somewhere in the liberal media, and he believed it, just ate it up, and then he called the show and talked about it with no shame. None. Zero. I never thought I would see that. You know, you just never think that human beings could fall to such low standard. And we all have sin, and, and you know, we have to repent and overcome but at some point, you kind of catch yourself, you know, like, wait a minute, what am I doing? This doesn't feel right. I just never thought I'd see that. I never thought that I would see the day when black people would just live in and create a ghetto and sit there and wait for a politician to give them money and take care of them. And let the place completely turn into a rat hood. And then vote in the same politicians all the time because of their color. Not because of anything else. Their color and the lack of character. Because black people don't vote for good people. They don't support good people. Not all, not all, not all, not all, but most. I never thought I would see the day when America would become South Africa and the people who found it, the white people who founded America, used to celebrate America with pride and Fourth of July and just did everything to make it good. Always tried to invent Make it better, make it better, make it better. I never thought I would see the day when white people would submit to violent people. Just totally give in to them. I just never thought I would see that. I don't, I, when I see white men getting knocked down in the street by angry black people today, 
And I'm asking, I was asking my staff this morning, I mean, they know the cops are not coming. They know that the Democrats have set it up where white people are allowed to be raped. And I've been saying for a long time this was happening with the knockout game, but it wasn't being reported. And But I never thought that I would see today would it be all over the news, except Democrat liberal news, all over the Internet, and we're looking at it happen, and white people not even defending themselves. And so I was asking my staff this morning, don't you like carry a weapon with you? When did people stop carrying a weapon in their car or with them or in their home? Because the government has set it up where good people are turned into victim, uh, into criminals and criminals allowed to destroy the decent. Don't you think to yourself, well, you know what? I got to protect myself. If you don't, what do you do when you, especially men, when you lose the reality of protecting yourself? One thing I'm going to do, there ain't no law in the world that's going to convince me that I won't protect myself. If you're not, I'm paying you to do it. If you decide you don't want to work that job anymore, you're not going to do it. Oh, I'm just going to say, oh, okay, I'm helpless. And so I'm, I'm looking at these white people being pulled out of their cars, knocked out on streets, and they don't even bother to fight back. Self-defense. And so one of the guys said that if you carry a weapon in your car or even if it's not a gun but any kind of weapon in your car, that they'll use that against you. You still, you, to defend yourself, that you would still end up in jail. Well, hello, jail. I'd rather go to jail defending myself than to let some angry black person knock me out and I don't defend myself. The truck driver that was knocked out the other day, it looked like it was a security guard. I think that guy had a security shirt on or something. Um, he jumped in the truck, and the woman that was with him, he left her behind, I think, because he didn't seem to have a weapon on him to protect himself. Do someone have to tell you, a grown adult person, that you got to protect yourself? Are you that afraid of going to jail that you won't protect your own self, your family? These people went to a white family home. And I think that was in uh, somewhere. And they, they, the family was sitting out on the yard. Looked like mostly women in that case were sitting out, white folks, enjoying the front of their yard. And black people showed up and were threatening them in their own yard. And they ran in the house, running away from them. They're going to follow you. The one thing that, that, uh, oh, that was in, uh, uh, Hugo, that was in Hugo, Minnesota. And one of the leaders of that was a Democrat that went to these people home. And uh, a guy by the name of John Thompson. 
So I never thought I would see the day when white people, the men too, and mostly men that I'm really, they will let you come to their home and intimidate them, beat them up, kill them, rob them, whatever. They ain't going to do it. They're not going to do anything because you're black. I just never thought, coming from a normal society to, and then just being around and seeing an abnormal society develop, I just never thought I would see that. I don't know the mentality of that. I remember uh, I had a fight once in high school. I only remember one time. Now, if another one pop up, I'll let you know. But we were, it was, we were on the baseball field, and we were, it was my time to bat. And this other black guy thought it was his time, and he and I went for the bat. I think I was like ninth or tenth grade, somewhere in there. Maybe younger, I don't remember. But we both went for the bat, and we ended up fighting over the bat. And it never occurred to me to not defend myself or to go home whining that some guy tried to take the bat from me and I had a fight. My grandmother would want me going and coming if I didn't defend myself. I just never thought I would see men who would not only not defend themselves, but wouldn't even defend their family. What the? The last place a person should be afraid to go to is your home. They don't know what you got up in there to defend yourself with. But now the blacks are not afraid of that anymore because if the white man does does try, well, he he going to jail and they know that. But still, that wouldn't stop me from defending myself. I understand when God said, love him with all your heart, soul, and might, along with nothing else. It means love was right more than you do yourself, your family, anybody. Then they can't, contain, they can't control you with that because they can't take your relationship from God away from you if you've tr- truly been born again of him. You love what's right more than you do your own life. And in that, there is no fear. And so whatever the children of the world do, you're ready for it. Quietly, but you're ready. You don't brag about it, but you know. You know what I'm saying? I never thought I would see the day when white kids would be protesting with a radical, angry, uh, white-hating God-hating, family-hating group like Black Lives Matter, far-left liberal radical agitative organization that was started by some fat black radical lesbians. And you have white people out there with them destroying America as though they think that these people love them. They don't love you. The moment you disagree with one thing, they'll turn on you. But you're so demoralized and angry, you don't see that. You think you're making friends. You're not. They'll rape you right there in the street, and no one will help you. It's so many, I just never thought I would see things until 
It's mind blowing. And it's hard. You, once you grow like that, it, you can't do it the other way. It's just not in your nature. And so white people, catering to these people is not going to help your situation at all. I've been saying it for 30 years. It's only going to get worse. Now they want your land. Call up somebody in South Africa. You don't have to know them. Just look in the book and call a white family and ask if this is true or not. They're going to take your land because you're giving it to them by giving over your government to them, your schools and everything, your children. There's nothing to stop them because you're not displaying power at all. It's only going to get worse because the battle is a warfare between good and evil. And the one thing I know about life, even when I was growing up, when a person show you who they are, you better believe them. Don't say you're my, oh, they just playing. They're not really that way. That's that person. And you're blessed to see it. Otherwise, you'll be destroyed or they will eventually try to destroy you. And right now, the blacks are showing the whites who they really are. And they are lying. They are lying when they blame it on slavery, Jim Crow, systemic racism, and all these isms. It's not true. And now they are making white people say that they are racist. They are making you say, what the? It's, it's insane. It's just insane. I, I interviewed a guy on my show, a father state the other day, episode coming up at some other point. And he uh, held a Black Lives Rally at USC, I believe. And at, at some point in the show, he asked me, do black lives matter? I was like, all lives matter. Do black lives matter? Uh, and then he got really fast with it. Do black lives matter? And, and, we, and I was thinking, wow. The phrase itself, Black Lives Matter, I can see now why people are afraid to say no, because it looks like it makes sense to say Black Lives Matter, but you can't say that. Don't say that. You have to say all lives because they think they're controlling you. And they, and they, they pressure you to make you say it. <laughs> it's crazy. And, and if this doesn't prove to you that it's a battle between good and evil, then I don't know what will. It's not going to get better until the good folks say no more. And I can't believe that you're so afraid of going to jail as a decent person that you won't even physically defend yourself. Someone can drag you out of your car and you not even fight back. They will kill you. I just never thought I'd see it. The uh, Nutritional Journal is reporting that the percentage of men cooking increased from 37% to 52%. So I don't know what the men think the women are on earth for, if not to be your helpmate, meaning to get married to have children, to watch over your children, to clean your house, to cook your meals. 
what 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 else would the woman be here for? Everything else you could do yourself. But the men are like, oh, you don't have to cook. We'll eat out. If I can eat out, I don't need to be married. I'll just order out. And um, so the percentage of men cooking increased from 37% to 52%. Amongst college-educated men from uh, 20, 2003 to 2016, that went up really fast. They're getting weaker. Amongst college-educated women, it increased from 64% to 69%. Women still cook, but barely. I remember that woman, Tommy Lyron, how she was complaining. She want men to st- Nobody want a woman like that. It's like having a roommate. Amazing. I just never thought I'd see society like this. It's just mind blowing. So I've been told that that guy that was knocked out the other day with a truck, they dragged him out of his truck, that he would be dead if he fought back. But wouldn't you rather die fighting in your boots than to die a coward? Men don't want to die as cowards. Well, they used to not, but men are like girls now. Like girls. But I remember growing up, a man man would rather die trying than to die a coward. But men don't mind being beat up and dying cowards nowadays. And this is not just white men. This is all men. All. All races. Some are overcoming. Now they're learning how to return to the father, but it's all men nowadays. Especially millennials, disease, and things like that. It's mind-blowing. Amazing. And don't forget to like, follow, tweet, subscribe, and share the Jesse Lee Peterson radio show for us. We really appreciate it. We are at war. It is a spiritual battle for the soul of America. And it's going to take all of us to do it.